Hello, 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 and welcome for joining us, or welcome, welcome, or thank you, one of the things. Oh, you're welcome. I'm saying thank you to you for joining us for our next episode of Gouda Murder, a podcast where we chat about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. I'm your gilded Gouda leader, Kelly, and joined by my other gilded Gouders, Kaylee and Coda. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hello, my gilded Gouders, you like that? Oh, that sounds Let me- really gross. <laughs> sounds, yeah, a little dirty. Maybe. Gilded Gouders. I don't know. It sounds, it sounds cheesy. Well, let me first correct myself because I know I know I know I'm not your Gouda leader. It just had a really nice ring to it. Uh, this is very much a beautiful collaboration between us all. You know, of course, Keely always helps us with the tech side, with the with the microphone and the stats and all that technical malargan technical things. And you know, she's a lady behind the programs, and we appreciate it. She's she's got it going on. And I just, I just bring the cheese and booze. Like, I, I think I have, I have the, I wouldn't say the fun job because this, this is all quite fun, but um, yeah, I just bring the cheese and booze and maybe some really cool catchphrases. And, you know, Coda, she, she's bringing the stir. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> we honestly I got just it. found I, her outside. Yeah, nothing like, else man. to do on a Saturday. Yeah. No. Coda, you know, she brings us her stories, you know, beautiful presence, of course. I love your sweatshirt, by the way. Oh, I thank you. Really she has uh, some like what different kind of coffee mugs, but they're like each mug is is themed like uh, a, a horror film. A horror film. So we got like Scream, yes. we got we got the the Freddy, Freddy and Michael. the Jason and the Michael. Oh, mm-hmm. look at all these guys. Like, we're oh, year round, I don't care. There you go. There you go. That's Valentine's Day just happened and we're still uh Meredith. Mattering, yes, yes. I had a girl make this uh, locally. Oh, so very nice. Love local. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, hook me up, hook me up. Maybe not like horror stuff. Like I'm I like she scary make, movies. She can custom make things. Yeah. I'll give oh, her some like Wayne's World these, some things. Only, <laughs> that's a lie. Out of the four of these, I like Michael the best. And then maybe Scream. I would do like Freddie freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. Now he just makes me laugh. Now he just makes me laugh. <laughs> See, I would do like you know different like faces of Michael uh Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. it's hilarious. Um, but any hoozles, getting right back to our jazz. Or of course we're unfortunately able not able to have Danielle here with us today. You know, life happens, shit's going on. So we are we are rolling with the punches. There we're we're cheese rolling with the punches mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. do. And uh, we miss her very much. We miss you very much. I love you. Um, so for our episode today, we take, we're going, or it's taken us to the Northwest, right? The Northwest. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's the West side. Probably whatever you tell me. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Northwest. <laughs> Northwest where the trees are tall and the weather seems to be always gloomy. Where are we going, ladies? Where are we at? Oregon. 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 I bet there are people Oregon. that do pronounce it Oregon. Um, some people, Oregon. I, one of, yeah, one of the news, uh, casters I was listening to said o- Oregon, 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 and maybe like when people like say Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. you can really tell. Yeah. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's, that's the worst. Yeah. Or don't De- say Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. He's, he pronounced the she S. makes me sound man. So please don't. Please. Do My not. mom used to do that stuff on purpose. Just, to, just, she to, would pronounce the C and oscillating, oscillating thing. Oscillating. It's like, will you please stop doing it? Well, at least it's not as bad as when people say Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We you know, ask you a question. May I ask you. Like, well, now that doesn't even be, I, like, that doesn't bother me, but like Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, oh, where's this M coming from? Or put a T at the end of a cross. A cross. Yes. Yeah, I went crossed there. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's happening? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, just another not to nitpick. Another on tangent it. here. Yeah, it's another tangent for another day, perhaps. But, you know, um, so Oregon, awesome. 
I found out, so looking into this lovely state, I've never been to Oregon. I've had a couple friends live out there. It's beautiful. My grandma. Is Absolutely there. beautiful. You know, Portland. Hello. Hello grandma. That's really all I know. I don't think she's See. ever going to hear this. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh. well, mine, mine will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, Grammy. Grammy listens. She's a hardcore fact runner. <laughs> Oregon, if you didn't know, is their state saying or state motto is, she flies with her own wings. I don't know who this she is, but I found out that it was adopted, readopted in 1987, originated by Judge Jesse Quinn Thornton. Um, it's been translated. It's it's she's flat. She flies with her own wings. But Latin phrasing, which is like on their album, or like el- that album, what emblem? Mm-hmm. You know, their stamps, their official things. Yeah, it's like Alice Vol- Voltet Pro Prisis. I don't know. I don't know Latin. I'm so sorry, but it's in Latin and it's beautiful. But the it's demons gonna come from. She flies right with her own wings. The corner. It's gonna come right out of this floor, man. <laughs> Flying with her wings. Kelly, what you call from my? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, also, they're also the state is also known for the as the Beaver State. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't know if any of these uh, stories that you guys have today are either anybody, any ladies flying, any beavers. A beaver, that sounds beaver. beaver. Beaverton. Oh, okay. Or Beaverton. I don't know how they Beaverton? pronounce it out there, but yeah. Beaverton. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll, I like that. I like that. But, uh, you know, without without getting into do, of course, we'll be talking about some Oregon cheese, which I'm going to kind of keep that close-knit. We're going to be eating some some interesting cheese today. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should Just be. Kidding. No, it just kidding. Good. It'll, it'll it be good. Tasty. It'll be delicious. We got it all mixed up together, and I'm going to let you ladies get to the stories. And we're back. Okay, we didn't go anywhere. But <laughs> we literally just press pause and then play again. So, and we're still here. We're still here. Right. So today, like Kelly said, we are in Oregon, and I'm going to talk about a cold case that happened some years ago. Um, Deborah Lee Atrops was born in June 1958. I'm assuming her maiden name was Phillips. Uh, according to her obituary, her father's last name was Philip. So, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know if her mom gave her her dad's last name. Mystery. Mm. Couldn't find. So anyway, I'm going to call her Deborah Phillips for now. As a kid, her family moved a lot. Uh, her father was in the military. So she was, I don't want to say army brat because it didn't say what branch he was in, but they mm. moved a lot mm. and they lived in Guam and the Phili- Philippines. Guam. Yeah. Guam. I love um, that name. Guam. <laughs> I don't know why. One of those words you just sit there and say it over and over again. And trust no longer with Guam. Yes. Guam. Guam. Yeah. I got a Guam with Guam. <laughs> so they lived in Guam and the Philippines before moving to Salem, Oregon. And this was early teens, early high school years because she attended South Salem High School for two years before moving with her family to Spokane, Washington. And that's where she finished her senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing Salem for freshman, sophomore, sophomore, junior year type type years. And and then after she graduated, the the whole family moved back to Salem, Oregon. Uh, So I'm guessing she graduated in 19, between 1974 to 76-ish. So then about 10 years later, in 1987, June 6th, Deborah married Robert Atrops. He was her high school sweetheart. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, the couple moved to Sherwood, Oregon. Deborah worked as a 
bookkeeper what nothing oh okay your face keel you're having a face yeah am i doing oh, you said high school sweetheart and i said Oh, because oh, Keely yeah, and you're a high, high school, school sweetheart. sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're downing that. Like, it is okay, cool, whatever. Gross. So I made the face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to go to detail. Yeah, yeah, mind your business. <laughs> yeah, mind oh, your, your business. Story, yeah. Okay, sorry. So <laughs> Deborah worked as a bookkeeper for Wellens Industries for several years. If you Google search Wellens, it now pops up as Wellens Inc. Mm. Uh, but it is still there. They were a manufacturing company, still are a manufacturing company. In spring of 1988, she gave birth to their daughter, Rihanna. Rihanna, I'm not sure how they pronounce it. Mm, okay. And then in June 1988, Deborah turned 30. A month later in July, Deborah and Robert separated. So this very, what seemed to be a happy couple, not so much. Right. Not sure if it was because they were young or... You know, not the same person as you are in high school type mm-hmm. thing. Right. You go you go through a lot yeah. of growth. A lot of growth. Mm-hmm. So 10 years just might not have been as close as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they didn't divorce, but they did separate. She moved to her own apartment in Salem and began taking accounting classes at Chimakita Community uh-huh. College. <laughs> These I names believe- are killing. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I believe there's um, Native American reservation and the, oh, okay. in one corner of Oregon, so I'm I'm guessing these are native names. Mm-hmm. Okay, type thing. Yes. Um, and this community college was only six minutes north of her apartment, so it was close to home. Her husband still lived up by Sherwood Beaverton area. Beaverton, Beaver, Beaver, Beaverton, Beaver State. So then, on uh, Tuesday, November 29th, nineteen eighty eight, Deborah finished her shift at Wellens and drove directly to her hair appointment at Razmataz Salon. That is a name. Mm-hmm. Um, see, if I had a salon, that's what I would do. I'd be Razmataz, mm-hmm. razzle dazzle. Yes. Let me taz you dazzle. That, <laughs> that sounds dirty. Also, that, that's a sound. Of, what is with Oregon and these names? Are you good? Yeah, I'm getting good. all sexual. I'm here. Mean, <laughs> I'm not. It's gonna go. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And if you Google the salon now, because I I tried mapping this whole thing out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Get the area lowdown. It isn't razzmatazz (laughs) anymore. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. She's choking on a cracker. Put your hands up. Open your airways. He's so tickled in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Okay, I got some water here. That was so scary. Clear. Okay. She's still alive. Oh, we're good. There's still a pulse. I'm so sorry. Yep. We're good. We're good. is not there, but it does show up. And it was a 14-minute drive from her work. So she, her shift ended at 5, and she arrived at the salon around 5.15. Right. The salon reported that Deborah left at 7 p.m., and that was the last time she was seen alive. Oh, my goodness, no. Fresh hair. Fresh hair. Who dis? Who dis? Where'd you go? He, she oh, gone. She gone. Somebody liked it, and like, I'm gonna take you home. <laughs> oh never, and never getting my hair done again. <laughs> yeah, seriously, girls, ladies, watch out. <laughs> the Fresh hair, nowhere. I'm staying safe. <laughs> that was good. That was really. That good. was really good. See, this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm here for the cheese and booze and these stupid comebacks. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Speaking of, no <laughs> Speaking of cheese, yes, oh. we're gonna break there. Oh, oh yeah! Snap. All right, okay, cool, perfect. All right, all right. So we got this cheese bake. So Oregon cheese. Let me tell you, 
they know what they know what they're doing up there in Oregon. They got the cheese to please. And there's a lot of a lot of like specialty cheeses. And I, I found this list of them and I just wanted to go through this list. OK, before I go into like their uh, most popular one. OK, so there is actually a site that lists Oregon, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon, I-A-N, Oregon, okay. Oregon. It sounds made I'll up. I'll take it. Does that sound, like, the more I say it, it's like, this is wrong. Okay, Oregon cheese. They exist. Uh, there is a cheese called the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Like, why wouldn't I want that? American. It's American cheddar-style cheese produced in Oregon, of course, made by Face Rock Creamery. It's a garlic-infused cheese from cow's milk and aged up to four, four months. Um, so there's that vampire slayer. Delicious. Mm -hmm. There's another cheese called Iris, which is an American cheese from Briar Rose Creamery. It's made of goat's milk with a rind that's washed in a brine. A brine want rind. <laughs> it has like a chewy fudge-like texture. Very good. Mm -hmm. There's another cheese called Elk Mountain, which is a tome-styled cheese made from raw goat's milk aged approximately six to eight months. It uh, has a very good, it's, it's rind is is a honey wheat ale rubbed rind with a smooth and dry dense texture so these are like i mean i'm saying like these are like solid cheeses that organs be organs organs i don't so know like we, floridians organs. yeah i think so because it's organ organs i just organ nans i feel like they missed the opportunity here they could have been oregano's 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 there you go mm -hmm. Shame on you guys. Dang it. Get it together. I don't know. We're just, you can still fix it. Literally don't judge us. We're from <laughs> Illinois. So, I mean, come on now. Um, there's also a cheese called the Up and Smoke, which is an American cheese by River's Edge Shivery in Oregon. Of course, Dover in Oregon. I don't know why I keep writing it in Oregon. I'm like, duh, this is where we're at. It Anyway, it's a pasteurized goat milk cheese. The rind is wrapped in maple leaves that have been sprayed with bourbon. That's oh. interesting. Yeah, up in smoke. So that's really cool. Because at first I'm like, ooh, maple leaves. I'm like immediately thinking of like maple syrup. I'm like, yeah. you <laughs> oh, idiot. I, no. <laughs> oh, no. I, like, I went there too. Yeah, like yeah. almost like a syrup. It's like, but no, no. It has like a, uh, like a bourbon-y. Like, so the bourbon creates that smoky taste. Mm -hmm. Bourbon and smoke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is a soft clay-like texture with, again, a smoky aroma due to the bourbon. And lastly, but most importantly, number one, the organzola which is American gorgonzola-styled cheese made from a cow's milk aged approximately up to six months in the rogue creamery caves. It's a smooth, creamy, moist, buttery texture and laced with blue vines. So that is what we're going to be eating today. We're eating a this gorgonzola, which is a, or organzola, which is like a gorgonzola cheese, which if not many of you know, is a similar... <laughs> like blue cheese it's not just blue cheese it's, it is called gorgonzola it is its own type and it is an italian blue cheese so she lied yeah so yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't tell you i was like we're having blue cheese like no 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 we're having gorgonzola saying it's italian doesn't make it better yeah i think it does so with this cheese it is pair it pairs well with you know fresh fruit such as figs pears apples apples our staple apples kiwi apples. strawberries it's also really good with dried fruit but mostly like jams and marmalades mixed fruits you can even do like chestnuts it even says like fig musters vegetable sauces such as like red onion sauce or even even just some honey 
So this is a very wide pairing um, topic or uh, wide pairing options. That's what I want to say. It is, again, because it's a blue, blueberry cheese, it does have that, you know, mm-hmm. crumbly consistency. It does have that blue vine in it, but it is milder than other blue cheese because other blue cheeses are different. And we'll go into that another time. But for today's okay. testing, this taste that we're going to be doing, instead of just us raw dogging it and just eating it, <laughs> I went ahead and made us a little salad. Made it, It's a really nice salad. It looks really pretty. It so smells good. It smells, yes, yeah, smells good, smells fresh. It's something you get in like maybe like a really nice fancy restaurant. It's not like a house salad and it's not like a Caesar salad, which don't get me wrong. I love those both, it's but this is, this is a fancy salad. <laughs> so the salad mix, I'll break it down to you. It is, it's, it's an arugula spring mix. So arugula, it has the, it has chopped up apples, which I use just like a honey crisp, really thinly sliced chopped up apples. I also have a little bit of red onion. There are sunflower seeds, dried cranberries, along with a, just like a really basic olive oil dressing. Really good. I used, I I sprinkled in the Newman's own classic oil and vinegar, uh, olive oil dressing. And then of course we just topped it off with the gorgonzola, the organzola, this cheese. So mix it around again. I think it'll be a really good pairing. I made sure to kind of knowing you folks weren't a fan, I didn't put too many big hunks. I just did like this tiny little crumbles where I gave myself the big hunks. And oh, cheers. Yeah, there you go. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. I cheers the bowls. Cheat, I swear. <laughs> and I've like, already been in. <laughs> didn't have lunch. <laughs> I didn't have lunch. <laughs> I'm excited. So yeah, let's take a bite. Let's do it. It's not bad. No. no. With everything ready, like a bite of the cheese and maybe like an apple and onion. The apple will, of course, bring in that uh, sweetness texture because you're already having like, you know, the, the dressing. Arugula also has a more, what do you want to call it? Like it? It doesn't have a bite to it, I don't think. I love arugula, but it's not like, you know, an iceberg. It's not like that really watery, crunchy lettuce. It's more leafy, more mm-hmm. leafy, a little bit more light. And I think with the amount of dressing and, like I said, um, the the cranberries as well kind of gives it a little bit of a sweetness. So it's like kind of like a sweet, I want to say sweet and it's sour. Like a but summer. Yeah, yeah. It's very summery, very light. I love the cranberries in it, actually. Yeah. This would be good with um, some, like, steak bites. Yes. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Even grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you guys. Kelly, See you did great. I didn't put too much. I, I put I put little baby crumbles in there for you guys. I'm actually gonna put some more for me because I'm thinking it's pretty delicious. But uh yeah, I know it looks a little scary because there is definitely some bluishness to this cheese, but I'm glad you guys are liking it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. This is a great idea. Um of course there's many other recipes that you can use, like this gorgonzola, like because this container specifically came in it's a oh i said a container it's it's the crumblier you can kind of hear the jingle jangle so i figured oh this would be really good on top of salad but you can do it like on top of steaks you can again chickens i've seen it also use like on top of like certain like fishes or you can actually make it into more of like a cream like kind of condense it down maybe mix it in with like a butter and have like a savory butter Mm, that would be really good. I wonder if you could make it into a, a dressing. Yes, like yes. 
yes. I don't know, half and half type. Yes, I yes. I've mm-hmm. seen recipes that. like that as well, where you like kind of like blend it down. And yeah, it would be a really good dressing, especially with again, like with a vinaigrette, you know, a light, light dressing. My husband would love it. He loves mm-hmm. blue cheeseburgers. Mm, yep, yep. So, <laughs> all right, awesome. we don't fight over what we like. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a success. Um, let's finish up these salads here, ladies, and get back to our story. That was a wonderful cheese break. Yes, it was a refreshing salad. salad. Mm-hmm. I'm refreshed now. Chicken salad. Chicken there salad. Was, yeah, there's no chicken in there. It was delicious. <laughs> there should and have been. There, next time. Next time. Sorry, kids. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I really wanted hateful. to be cheese forward. I should have thought about the chicken too. Chicken forward. <laughs> there so- have what's what's that uh the blue uh, what is it called the dish where there's like cheese in uh inside. Chicken blue. There you go. I think I was like blue chicken. It's called blue chicken. chicken no. On it. No, I think there is something called blue chicken. Or well, blue I, steak. Blue steak, I think. It just means it's rare. Yeah. Rare AF. Yeah. It's just like super hella rare. Yuck. Yeah. I just got goosebumps thinking about that. I love, I like mine rare to medium. Like, I want it to be really chewy and like red on the inside and just like the outer part to be like seared. It's so good. That's okay, fine. you can get out. You can get out. Like, no, that's how we do it. Too. Oh, I, is like, I like it pink in the middle, but I don't want it. No, I want chewy. it red. Yeah, I want it to be like squishy. I don't, know. I don't like when it gets pink. It's like almost like I, I don't know that I have a problem chewing it. I get that, but I, you know, some people like my mom will have it like a well done. Like, that's how my mom was. Like, than you yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I even like a little pink on my burger too, which isn't a good thing, but I'm like, I love it. It's so good. Uh, my stepdad likes to eat raw hamburger. Uh, so. See, I don't do that. Okay, I'm not vampire. just going to be open up the package and just dive in. But like a spoonful. Like, just making his <laughs> own patties at home. Just grab a little <gasps> bite here and there. Oh, my God. Gross. See, mm-hmm. no. No, 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 no. I, it has to be well warm. It has to be Are you okay? The household you grew up in, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm alive. You got some unresolved yeah, trauma? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, she got out. She got out. She she got out. It's no, fine. it wasn't that bad. It wasn't abused or anything, but I, I just had weirdos. some weird parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, probably learned some things I shouldn't have learned. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. It prepared me for the real world. Prepare your kids. <laughs> Prepare your kids for the real the real world. The real world. world. Jesus. Wow. Wee wee. Yeah. Wee wee. Wee wee. Oh god. I'm just gonna stop now. Wee wee. We take a break. All right, let's get back to Deborah. Yes, Deborah. After she just left her Wes Mateus. Her hair appointment and yeah. her Wes Mateus. Oh my goodness, yes. And this is in Tigard, T I G A R D. Mm-hmm. This is another. I noticed around Salem, that area is very similar to Chicago with all their suburb okay. type communities. Um, so this was at 7 p.m. <clears throat> she was wearing a red dress with a blue coat and black heels. You got to remember this is the 80s. So I'm yes. picturing. Yes. Lady. <gasps> no. Sorry. talking about a dead woman, Keely. Wow. Dead where is your sensitivity? Where are your sens- where is your sensitivity? Dead people can be prostitutes. I mean, anybody can be a something. I think we just went to a dark place. Yeah, we're getting really dark here. With the dark I'm whatever. very sorry. I'm so, very sorry. Sorry, Deborah. Dead. Yeah. My bad. That was not okay. okay. So the the red dress mm-hmm. and blue coat and black heels was the last thing she was seen wearing. She was supposed to go pick up her daughter from her husband's house, and he lived just north of Highway 99. 
which was mm, 12-ish minute drive from okay. the hair salon. Wow, you really did this deep dive. Oh, I did. Yeah, I love it. I love I it. I did. So I was on Google Maps pinpointing. Ping pong ping. Yes, I, I was. It. And I even have a link of the map I made. I sent it to you. So oh, wow. I'm excited so, to put it in. I love this efficiency. It's give me such a vibe. I stayed I up it. late a couple nights and regretted it the next morning. Never. <laughs> so it's worth it. When Deborah never showed up, Robert called the police, and this is around 9 p.m. They checked her apartment in Salem, and she was nowhere to be found. There were no signs that she planned to leave or mm-hmm. disappear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 8.45 on December 1st, so this is, what, two days later, police discovered Deborah's car. So they were on the lookout for her car. She drove a black Honda for or Accord. Sorry. It was sitting at the end of a dead-end road. That road is not a dead-end anymore. Right. I also looked that up. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and <laughs> the keys were in the ignition, but her license plate was missing. That's fishy. They opened the trunk, and they found a fully clothed Deborah. <gasps> She oh, was, why did I gasp at that? A fully clothed Deborah. She like, was fully clothed. The fully clothed part made me gasp. <laughs> oh, wait. Why is that? She was dressed? She was what? dressed. Well, I mean, we kind of expect. <laughs> I know you expect well, we the worst. expect, like, a you, sexual assault or right, something. Right. Uh, but she was fully clothed. Uh, she was already deceased. An autopsy would later show that Deborah had been strangled and was dead before being put in the trunk. Mm. And I, it doesn't say what she was strangled with i couldn't find that so mm-hmm. i don't know if it was rope hands yeah, something like that something mm-hmm. a group of construction workers working down the street on an apartment complex at the time said they saw her car sitting there the day before but didn't think anything right, was it. unusual or suspect so they didn't call it in right they police also tracked down a family who had been recording their son skateboarding near the hair salon mm-hmm. there's a strip mall and they he was riding around in the parking lot and they mm-hmm. were recording but of okay, course gotcha. that I video love, i absolutely love that you actually put okay i'll oh, put my hand up actually, like i had a like a camcorder camp rather than like uh, you know a phone he, yeah like a phone like they were recording it's like no she like yeah coda actually just put her hand up like she was holding a video camera and this if y'all I'm excited for our youtube channel and y'all oh yeah you'll see really the gestures you'll see these dated gestures and i love it i love it so much not even it's dated it's just dated it's, it is it is it's dated it's kind of funny side note i just watched a video of where a mom asked her youngest child versus her oldest her oldest yes. was like a teenager yes. early 20s was like show me how you pick up a phone and he puts you know the the pinky and the thumb to his ear and his mm-hmm. mouth like yeah. you're holding an old like an old phone yeah right landline yeah her daughter picks up an invisible like rectangle and holds it to the side of her face like she's picking up a cell phone she doesn't know what a landline looks like i love that and then she also asked take a picture for me and the oldest takes a picture you know like yeah you're doing the two rectangle in front of you Mm -hmm. click the button on top of the camera Mm -hmm. her daughter pretends she's holding up a cell phone and clicks the screen like oh my so it is dated the camcorder thing not a not even a thing anymore not a thing i've seen videos where like how how do you roll up a window and there you know somebody older will actually roll the motions of like actually hand cranking rolling up a window versus somebody just like hand like just pushing a button like (laughs) (laughs) they don't understand like why what are we talking about and they have to actually think about it like and they're just Pushing a pretend button when like oh you roll up a window you crank it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly, you're gonna let the wine over if you, if you do that gesture again. I'm gonna punch the wine. Bro, 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 your wine across. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already experienced that once. Ok
So, of course, this is the 80s. That camera footage was very poor. Oh, I mean, they couldn't see much. And yeah. they they didn't see her in the background. Right. But who knows if it was even clear enough to tell if it was her, if she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, six weeks later, the director of Oregon Department of Corrections was murdered. So that murder coverage overshadowed Deborah's. And her mom even complained, like, you're not giving enough attention to my daughter's case because of this guy. He's higher profile. Mm-hmm. Right. Washington County police have kept this case open. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty much the extent of it. They didn't find anything. I don't know if they took DNA or if that at that time they couldn't find anything. Right. Or if they fingerprinted. I'm, I'm guessing they fingerprinted. And maybe whoever did it just wasn't in the system yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will still take calls and emails with any information. So if you know anything about Deborah, call them. And uh, so that's the extent of that. But I <laughs> called did them. some research. <laughs> so if you know anything. Uh, yeah, if you know them, call them. them. Washington <laughs> County Sheriff in Oregon. Yes, very important. Yes. But now I'll tell you what I, I found while I was deep diving and making my map and all this and, Ooh, and that. Deep. Oh, you, you have some yeah. speculations? Do we have speculations I on do. what happened? Ooh. I do. Ooh, and yes. and I'm, yes. I'm curious to see what you guys think and yes. if, if maybe okay. I should call this in just to see. Yes. So while putting together info for the episode, I found a virtual memorial website. You know how you can give out flowers or have a yeah. tree planted, that kind of thing, yeah. when I found her name on it. Mm. And so a handful of of people have sent flowers and I don't know if they're just virtual or if they actually send flowers mm-hmm. to the gravesite. Right. Mm-hmm. But one of them caught my eye. Ooh. So November 20th, 2009. So this was a while ago. They mm-hmm. might already know about this. They might not. A man, not her husband mm-hmm. wrote quote, what happened to Debbie was such a tragedy. I wonder what today would be like if we had tried harder to stay together. End oh, quote. what? This is what sent me down the rabbit hole. Who's so, so first I did a property search on that apartment complex that the construction workers were working on mm-hmm. so I could find exactly where because they told me it was at the corner of um, Southwest corner of Southwest Murray Boulevard and Southwest Shoals Ferry Road. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up and these apartments are on Quail Lane and I looked it up. So when they the very first property search shows 1989 is when they officially opened so mm-hmm. i was like okay this is the one go down the street because it was south of interstate 90 or no, no i'm sorry not that it was south of shoals ferry road mm-hmm. murray boulevard runs north and south ish mm-hmm. so then the dead end that intersection runs with southwest burrows or barrows road and then across that turns into walnut street so murray turns into walnut i'm assuming that's where the dead end was and then they just changed the continuation to a different street okay gotcha so that's where deborah's car was found then i did a yearbook search to try to find i love a yearbook search because you can find yearbooks from pretty much anywhere so i looked up south salem high school i couldn't find her for whatever reason but i did look up memorial man yeah and i I don't want to say his name because i don't want to Right. stir up anything but i i assumed like i said that she attended south salem right excuse me between 1973 and 75 so depending on how old she was her senior year in spokane her spokane mm-hmm. was 1975 to 1977 mm-hmm. 
she could have been early, she could have been late, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, unfortunately, I couldn't find her, but after that, I did a people search for that memorial man, and I found several from Oregon, and it has address listed and estimated years of residency. Mm-hmm. So then I put it on the map, like in, what do you, what do you call that, correlation to where they found her? Yeah. And so I pinned those to Salem, Beaverton, and Portland. And then the route she took the last day she was seen alive. Mm-hmm. Three addresses are within 20 minutes of her apartment in Salem, and two are within 20 minutes of where she was found. So, I believe that I found the Memorial Man in a 1974 yearbook at a place at a Regis High School. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my question was her killer a scorned old boyfriend? <gasps> oh my gosh. Don, Don, Don. Oh, that's a um, yeah, damn Coda. Coda such a good deal. I kind of, I, I think I'm going to. Just, I mean, what's the worst that yeah. can happen? They, they already they, know about yeah. this guy. Or, like, leave us alone. Yeah. This case You're just crazy. Your podcast yeah. search. I mean, it's still open, though. They want to find yeah. it. But, I mean, then again, that memorial quote was made in 2009. So that was 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. They could have already heard about him or, worst case scenario, they go talk to this dude and don't find anything right or he's the one mm-hmm. i don't know but if i swear if i find the one dude that would be i'm going into some investigative work yes this would be my full-time oh, job bad bitch. that was awesome i thought it was neat i, I was telling josh I'm like listen to what i found right how's he oh he's like <laughs> well and then so i swear sometimes i have clairvoyant episodes i swear to god and he doesn't believe in any of that so i was like i even i even got done with my research last night i'm like okay debbie come talk to me in my dreams (laughs) (laughs) creep she didn't but did you say she did no she did not oh i was like she didn't she did and then what what? she did she didn't tell me his name no i'm just (laughs) she did James Jingle Heimer Schmidt. John Jacob. Yes. Yeah. So I did some major creeping. Like I, I even tried it. to find family and social media, and I had no no luck there. But you really sleuthed out. I, I appreciate did. that. I, did. I wanted that. to be prepared. I made a salad, and you really did a deep dive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we all did something. Okay. Yes, we did. No, I'm just and kidding. I I have I have uh, the name, and I will I will show you all my. Little tidbits after. Yeah. Okay, right. After yeah. we conclude. Concluding. Sweet, sweet. All right, well, that is very interesting. I. That was reserved the whole time. I'm okay. sorry, I called you by your brother's ha, name. That's even funnier. Okay, so side that note. Is not uh, obviously, we're at Keely's house and she has two tabby cats. That's not they Rizzo. Look, they look yes, alike. That is. Her legs are shorter than that. Are you sure? I mean, do you I like know how your we're own having, cat? Yeah, I like how we're <laughs> having Keely, the cat mom, second guess which one of her children. Are. I'm Are we pretty talking? sure that's no, that. that's Rizzo. She's being too affectionate. Um, well, maybe Buddy just. But I love that you. Me now. I love that you convinced <laughs> Keely that that was Buddy, and it I, wasn't. I, well, she was giving me the side eye. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I made you misname your out of children, house. your cat children. <laughs> they look exactly alike, almost. So I get it. I One get has it, little but, legs. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right. Anyway, so that's an amazing story. I, I. 
and I love, like I said, I love, I love the the deep dive. I love the background checks. I love the construction and the street views that you just did. That's amazing. Hopefully, hopefully this won't stay a cold case forever, you know. And it's really sad when That's when you solid. find out yeah, when you find out there it is a cold case or an unsolved case. Because and, her. I mean, there's just so many of those out there. And yeah. that's just, it's just tragic. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. It's just terrible. And the fact that her daughter was so young, never. Yeah. Yeah. Does, doesn't know her mom. Yeah. And she would be mid-30s now. So I she's know. not much older than us. So. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is difficult. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the next uh, the next horrible case that we go uh, will is solved. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. But uh, thanks for checking in with us. Check out some more recipes for Gorgonzola. Uh, makes yourself a slap-ass happy salad this summer. Because it's delicious. All right. It was. Thank you very much. And uh, stay fresh, cheese bagels. Not, we're not done. Sorry, Keely. What? Email. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We usually do an email. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. If you have a case that you would like us to review, or maybe just a state, or even a cheese. It doesn't have to be a case. It doesn't have to be a cheese. It doesn't have to be a case. You can just tell us what you think. What are we doing great? What we're not doing great? Let us know. And email us at gouda.murder at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. We have a little, you know, piddly Facebook of Gouda Murder Podcast Official on Facebook. Feel free to send us a chat. Drop into these DMs and tell us what you think. And, uh... Keely? Stay fresh, cheese bags. All right, stay fresh.